0: Yo.
1: Yo, what's up? What's the blackest thing you did this week? The blackest thing I did this week was to prevent a genuinely nice person from committing a possibly uh, racist act.
0: (laughs) Ah, what, What was the potentially racist
1: act? So um first off let me describe this person It's very innocent very nice i talk about these um genuine people people who seem genuinely nice and i always worry about them because i feel like how can you survive in this world and be the way that you are do you know this type of people Have yeah because like,
0: yeah, there's people like you in the world who are just like waiting to clown them yeah exactly so yeah. um and then there's people worse than you who already actually take advantage
1: of them that is true so i worry about these people and um yeah. this one wanted to prevent people from cursing at work in a earnest way like a, really trying to help so she decided to make a swear jar um which is cool
0: and but... just to be clear you do not work in like an elementary school so the fact that someone's policing curse is a little <laughs> bit suspect
1: i don't but again that speaks to the character this person like person could be a school teacher uh elementary school teacher anyway um so makes a swear jar but In order to document which curses are worth which amounts of money,
0: um, oh no, she decides to write out all the
1: words (laughs) alphabetically. So A, blah blah blah, (laughs) B is da da da, C D E, and then we get the N, and it's the hard E R typed up on the cup, and I'm like, whoa! So I saw it, and then I um. I saw it and I was crazy busy and I didn't think I saw it. I, I thought I saw everything but that. And I got back to my my desk and I'm sitting there. I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, that was definitely there. That was definitely there. And maybe so, she was
0: trying to spell that country in Africa, but misspelled it. <laughs> no,
1: but again, like I, I don't think there was any ill will at all, but I had to pull her aside and just be like, yo, um, if anybody, if anybody, even like the cleaning lady came by and saw that there and took a picture of that that'd be crazy crazy ah oh, so terrible so please like just cross toss it me. out rip up the paper like just toss it out and she was like oh yeah. Yeah, cool thank you i didn't even know and i knew she didn't know because i know her
0: all right but, but here's the, here's the real question though Ah, huh? did saying that word cost you more or cost you less ah uh,
1: so uh.
0: i don't know <laughs> good question Good question Me, Maybe she was about to taunt us out. <laughs> it's like if you say the F word, that's $2 If you say the N word, that's like 25 cents That's so easy <laughs> They real. say it in the rap songs all the time If I would have held out, we could have found out if she was really racist Exactly Interesting Welcome to Microaggressive Two friends, two coast, too much to talk about BG in San Francisco It's Jay from BK All right, so uh, the big topic of, I don't know, the year has just started, but the big topic of the year, is Mr. The, the Aura. Ah, Mr. The aura. Uh. The Aura. So have you, so I remember before the Lifetime thing came out, uh-huh. you, you sent me a very important text message that said, should I listen to all his music now before I watch it? <laughs> and so did you listen to all his music before so, you
1: watched it? I played some of the hits that I really... Really enjoyed, um, shout out the Chocolate Factory, uh, or this, not this Shout be, Out the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, not Shout Out, anymore. yeah.
0: All yeah. Right. I mean, does his music really hold up? I mean, it's kind of...
1: It does. It does, because here's my thing. I, didn't, I never really listen to R&B like that. I mean, I do old school R&B, Al Green, shout out to Al Green, but um, new school R&B, even from like the 90s on up, outside of a couple of singles, I'm not really following artists like that and that chocolate factory album came out and i didn't think anything of it and you know when you listen to like the b-sides of um albums songs you think of throwaway songs his throwaway songs on the album were like damn i'm feeling that like in my heart yeah
0: like but like I, if you know if you know deep cuts of r kelly albums like really it's like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> there's some good there's some
1: good right. ones and again um I anyway so i saw four out of the six i think it was like a six-part documentary i've seen four of them so far
0: uh-huh. um it was a little too I, for the, I for the record was to say i saw none of them but uh-huh. i've read every blog post it feels like about it so it's almost like i watched it
1: it's pretty much like you watched it um i think everything is out in the open um everybody's aware of everything that's going on right now so yeah it was an interesting watch um they started out at the beginning Pretty much talking about his upbringing and how he was molested when he was younger, and how it kind of like um, evolved into him, you know, becoming the abuser and aggressor. Um, it was it was eye opening. I'll say that. I think the most damning part of the f- first four episodes that I watched. Um, not only did his wife come out and say all oh, this stuff is true, or possibly true, his Daughter basically disowned him, and mm-hmm. said she doesn't want to associate with him at all. But um, the worst part was his high school music teacher, oh, who could have been like his grandmother, and she says that she could tell back then that there was something off about him. He always hung out with these younger women, and she told him to stop, and he kind of ignored her. And to hear it from like a lady that old, like a lady who looked like a grandmother, to say like this guy is no good. And he's just doing the wrong thing. That really hit hit home. Um, I ended up talking to my sister about it because she has friends in Chicago. She used to be in Chicago, and her friends went to the school that he graduated from. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't graduate, but went to the same school. And that same teacher used to warn them
0: about R. Kelly. And she'd be like, yeah. "Don't hang out with that guy. Like he's not he's not a good dude." Didn't he like used to hang out at, like some McDonald's like near the high school and just like post up? It's like yo, you a multi platinum. International superstar, yeah. Why are you posting up at McDonald's like trying to buy Happy Meals for people? It's like, very, what? Very. And they said that, um, what? my
1: sister said also that Aaliyah, before she became Aaliyah, Aaliyah, used to um hang out with him and he would bring her along. This was when she was like before she blew up, before she was even known. And they would be like, why is that little girl hanging out with you? And she would get annoyed that they were asking why she was hanging out with them with him, excuse me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it goes this. Back. It goes back. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, <laughs> I'm about to say this, and like I might regret it. What? But it's like it's like that joke you made. I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this on you and me. It's a joke you made uh, back in I the say. day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was like when we were in college. You're like now we're in college. We can finally get all those high school girls that wouldn't pay us any mind. And then when we graduate college, like now we get all those college girls that wouldn't pay us any mind. And it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke. We yeah. didn't, we never did that. But there was <laughs> something like weird about that like dynamic, right? It was like yeah, it's weird. yeah Yeah. it was all
1: jokes because i can't even talk to and i've tried or i tried even dating somebody five years younger than me was ridiculous i'm like what are we talking about
0: (laughs) but i think it depends like five years at what age right so i i I agree uh typically i think it's mostly life experiences right like like what's r kelly talking about he's like yeah you know we just went on tour and leah's like did you see melissa joan hart and uh clarissa explains it all like what what are they vibing on?
1: So that was the thing. Um what was unique about it is all of the people, the women who they interviewed when they first met him, he had this childish sort of behavior that kind of vibe with them. But wait, Yeah, back that should
0: that should be a dead
1: giveaway. Dead yeah, giveaway. That's true too. Um definitely weird. But when it first came out, um came out in vibe, I think they released the marriage certificate back when we were younger. Yeah. And um even then I think they explained it away and said, oh, you know, he's an artist, she's an artist, they're touring, they make music, like, they have all these things in common, and this is why they're hanging out. And for, you know, whatever age I was back then, it was like, I guess that makes sense. And no adults are saying this is um, weird, so I guess it's it's cool. Yeah. And then they kind of parted ways, and then I never heard anything about it until that, uh, that tape came out.
0: Yeah. I think the weird part, though, is, and I'm not at all defending R. Kelly. I mean, I think we'll put him in the category of like when he got off on a, on a trial about the tape, no pun intended, um, is like no, nothing. That was funny. That was funny. Get off on the tape. No, nothing. Yeah. I was trying to be an adult, but a uh... rough crowd, rough crowd tonight. Um, you know, it's kind of like when black people get happy that Black people didn't get in trouble, even though they know they probably shut up. <coughs> okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so it's like OJ, R. Kelly is like, it's like you want to root for them, but you're like, oh, I really don't really want to root for you because, yeah, you know, we're well, yeah, probably
1: guilty. That's definitely what it was when that tape came out. It was like, oh, there was enough, there was enough doubt for people who wanted to believe him. They could still say, oh, it wasn't him; it was his brother. Um, <laughs> But even then, you knew you knew something was fishy. But you still, people still brought in the race thing. Um, and I yeah. get it, but you know, he was doing this to black women. Let's get that out of the way first. Yeah. All of his victims oh, and, were and, black and women. Latina, And Latina and Latina. You're right, you're right. Yeah, and black um, and brown. My problem is this: everybody, everybody uh-huh. knew, everybody knew, like everybody knew about the P tape way back when. And even after the P-tape, he came out with, um, didn't he come out with Step in the Name of Love after that? Yeah. And everybody was dancing to that.
0: And, and trapped in the closet. And, and trapped like, in the all closet. The, all, the, all the hipsters got into him. It was like, oh, my God, this is so funny. It's like exactly. It's funny. So everybody's yeah.
1: guilty. So it's weird that all of a sudden we all decide, and we're all guilty. Our, all of our hands have, uh, blood is the wrong word. We're all red-handed. Yeah. But, um, they, all some, they all have something on it. Exactly. So we all turn around and we're like, oh, he's wrong. He shouldn't have did that. Um, but you have all these people. Uh, Dame Dash came out recently and said, because he, he was engaged to Aaliyah before she passed away. yeah. And he was saying that she went through so much stuff, she couldn't even talk to him about it. And he never really jumped into it. He felt like she needed some... Um, therapy to get through her issues and then claim that the reason why he never put himself on executive that's
0: the that's the understatement idea oh yeah definitely (laughs) she needs needs some therapy yeah
1: the other crazy point while we're on that topic is that it was her uncle that introduced her to r kelly and even after the whole thing happened they were still in contact with each other which is weird too
0: yeah, and then like Timbaland came out and like says he's like, yeah, I was I was in love with her, but I treated her like a little sister. But I was in love with her. It's like, yo, he also this said is not, this is not the time, Timbaland. So here's <laughs> the other the weird thing:
1: he said that he married his wife because she looked like Aaliyah, and when you uh, look at this lady, is, she looked uh, like she looks like Aaliyah. And he said pretty much she looked like Aaliyah, and that's why I married her. That's why I had to marry her.
0: Um, is he still married to this woman, or is that like the beginning of the divorce proceedings? I mean, that's the worst thing you could possibly say. Even I mean that was, is oh uh, yeah yeah I mean back then. You know, huh. I don't want to make it like I'm not at all an R, R Kelly apologist like but it's like when you look back at it and it's like when people aren't even being subtle it's like all his songs were saying It's like Louis C K makes jokes about inappropriately masturbating yeah and then he comes out he inappropriately masturbates He's like well well damn I guess I guess he literally told us he did um, he did he was making but it, it, it is like. R. Kelly, definitely wrong. Just get that out there. But, you know, like all the other stuff it brought up in documentary, like uh, Elvis Presley, um, you know. Which
1: they excused. I want to make a point yeah. about that. I want to make two points. First yeah. off, Dame Dash said he wasn't messing with um, R. Kelly when they did Best of Both Worlds with Jay-Z. And he said, if you look back on that album, you'll see that I took my name off of it. It's not executive produced by me. I didn't want to be a part of it. And... He tries to come off as like the staunch anti R. Kelly supporter, but then in the Fiesta video, I think it is. Oh yeah. There,
0: bottles. Bottles, right? That's what
1: I'm saying. And so so I'm saying is everybody knew that he was dangerous, but they knew that they could make money off of him too, because they wanted to ride that rocket. So oh, yeah. everybody's guilty. And then the Elvis thing, um, so the documentary was executive produced by Dream Hampton.
0: Dream Hampton, yeah. And who was a ghostwriter for Jay Z's uh the Decoded, coded, yeah. a bunch of other stuff, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Dream.
1: Shout out, uh, maybe oh, shout okay. out to Dream.
0: So two things. She's, she's she been came, She was like executive uh, editor-in-chief of Vibe back in the day. She's been around.
1: Which is funny because after, I think, one of his cases, she wrote an article about him. She, like, wrote a full thing. Why? Because it gets views in Vibe magazine. So did she not benefit from that, too? Um, yeah. The other thing was that she came out against R. Kelly and she said, oh, um, she essentially said, oh, it's different from Elvis. It's not like a one-time thing. And I said, pause right there because Elvis has some crazy weird stories too, about hanging out and having sleepovers with 14 year old girls and dressing up, um, his wife to look like his mom and having makeup parties and all this stuff and being really touchy feely with the president of his fan club so much so that even she felt weird about being around him. So again, it depends on how big you are and what you can get
0: away with. Yeah, and I remember, Jerry Seinfeld was the, the 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 woman who was like in. Yeah, there's for, so many people, so many people saying, in the industry,
1: and not even in the industry people
0: who are doing. I know, that. and it's, it's like is at the end of the day is like we have really odd morality as a society, and you know, I think sometimes it's like yes, we learn to forgive, and then other times you learn to condemn. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, the worst is when you just ignore, like. You could be like, hey, right, we know he's shady, but we are literally saying okay versus like, oh, we're just going to act like that didn't happen. Yeah. It's like, a, nah, nah. You know what I went so back to? Oh, what are you going to say? No, no. I was going to say at the end of the day, well, can you listen to R. Kelly?
1: I can. Um, so, first off, I went back and shout out the Boondocks. Um, <laughs> I know. I went back to that episode.
0: <laughs> I did too. It was,
1: like, <laughs> it was still fun. Everything <laughs> was true. Everything was accurate. Um, can I go back and listen to the music? Yeah. Um, so, I'm a person. Who can I can separate art from the person? Case in point. Um, do you wear adidas?
0: Uh, I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, you wear yeah. Puma?
1: Yeah, yeah, those were Nazis, Nazi brothers. One brother tried to put the other brother in jail so he could take off with his business. and then one made Adidas and one made Puma. And they would definitely confirm Nazi people. And
0: I but they but they sponsored Run DMC, so you know they good. And Kanye West too. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the most pro black person I can think of right now.
1: Um, exactly. Yeah, so everybody, like I said, everybody's hands are dirty. If we if we really wanted to, um, point out the flaws and the wrongs of everybody for everything. We, we would have a. Show,
0: we would have the longest running podcast in history. I know. So maybe, maybe that should actually be. That should be the whole joint. We should call this like podcast who? like Hate, Hate. <laughs> I actually like that. Hating. <laughs> that'll that'll be for the subscribers. the uh, the after the after show. Um, no, to connect it, so Aaliyah, uh, rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Missy Elliott, just got inducted to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Oh, she deserved um Yeah, I think only hip-hop artists with Jay-Z and somebody else. I forget who um, got induct- inducted inducted into that. But she wrote uh, one of the best Aaliyah songs, If Your Girl Only Knew. I did not know that. Yeah. Shout out
1: yeah. to, I, I think Missy might be for like the popular mainstream female rappers. I think she might be my favorite one.
0: All right, my favorite my favorite time of the show, rank your top yeah yeah rank rank something R- top female MCs. I mean, so this top is five, like mainstream but like in general cuz I could throw in top, some Jean whatever, Grey in. Whatever you are feeling, whatever you feeling.
1: Uh, so I'll put Jean Grey in there. I'll put Laura Hill, um Missy Roddigger. Um who else? What's do I really truly No Name Gypsy
0: okay
1: um uh, like i said i had to differentiate between pop and just like regular music because uh, the Nicki minajs and all that stuff i don't really care for
0: um Nicki had that one verse on monster uh, i said what i said <laughs> <laughs> oh and her isn't her like brother like some like child molester exactly
1: that's what i'm saying and she i, want, I mean i don't even want to get into it i'm just saying Uh, celebrity and fame, and I'm not saying anything new, you can, if you're the richest person, if you're the most famous person, as long as you stay the richest person and the most famous person, you could do whatever you want and die and still live a good life in the public eye. Um, So you're
0: saying my parents should have just made me rich instead of trying to teach me morals. uh, Basically, yeah.
1: That's the cheat code for life. Just (laughs) be rich and famous. I could be be president right now. You could be. Let's not even bring up like JFK and all that stuff. Um, Bootlegging and then like the death and all that. Come on, man. I
0: know. Everybody's yeah, right. dirty. so so on my list, I'm gonna put. Um, let's see. It's actually. I, I think I'm also going by like impact at the time. Okay. Um. So probably wasn't the best rapper, but just like hold on, Queen Latifah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me put that on my list too. I just sent you that playlist about um Queen Latifah. Yeah, shout out to Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Uh, shout out to to Rhapsody, going hard right now. Very true. Uh, Very true. Night wonder. Um, I'm almost gonna put No Name Gypsy up there, but I'm gonna hold that for a second. Jean Grey, who I love, mm-hmm. who I think if we were like you know hung out, you know we could like you know we could kick it, you know. Um, <laughs> um I gotta put Lauren up there just because she's a beast. Yeah, uh, I think people underestimate Lauren. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I guess I'm gonna put. I remember Bahamadia having her moment. Oh yeah! But then it just like like she like she had that like really strong moment, Funky but then for it just you,
1: JD. Yeah,
0: it just didn't like catch. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, I like I like this stuff. But would you put if you're gonna go for like mainstream rappers in that time period? Would you put Missy over Eve?
1: Damn, I forgot about Eve too. See, the thing about Eve though is um, Missy always made the party songs. Eve. She had some songs that really were introspective, and she had a lot oh, more. Range. Let me
0: blow your mind with Gwen Stefani. First of all, that beat, shout out Scott Stutch. That beat is still banging. Yeah, I'm not gonna do it on the phone, but uh,
1: you know what a beat I'm talking about. Um, yeah. yeah, I would put Eve up there too. Yeah, it's it, she,
0: it's funny because I I love Missy. I love what Missy was trying to do, but it was a formula, right? It was. It was like, it was like always some craziness, and it was like oh, that's like Busta Rhymes a, too. Exactly, I was about to say her Busta, they all had like that formula back then. Um but Eve, I mean Eve was Eve went hard and then like Eve like had like some real some real good like pop songs. Mm-hmm. Um and on You Got Me, that was a good verse. Mm-hmm. So wanna is just, you know, her and Black thought I thought it was a very good combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, shout out to No Name Gypsy. I think I think I'm trying to see her on a concert in a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out to No Name. Um and definitely Queen Latifah. I forgot all about that and I just spent like a whole day listening to her stuff from back Uh, in the day
0: yeah and shout out to like the golden age of like black black sitcoms like living single definitely martin actually i haven't watched any of them in like years so they might not hold up with time i just
1: just saw them yesterday i just saw both episodes both (laughs) shows yesterday (laughs) is it corny nah it's still great do you remember the um the smell of vision episode of living single no oh okay i was thinking about that uh <laughs> yeah shout out to them doing a big four fox and then fox forgot about black people for a good number of years
0: and they remember no, oh wait black people But fox them. went hard on black people though they Fox did. had they had martin living single in the new york undercover you yeah. kidding me yeah malik yoba was like what idris elba <laughs> malik yoba could have been idris elba but with ashley people... lips <laughs>
1: you remember that back in the day yeah, people no. always be like why is his lip so ashy like <laughs> that was a uh, so many yo, people mentioned that
0: yeah just for the record shout out to malikiova yo if you listened i don't know why you would be yeah there's nothing <laughs> Yo, mad love new york and the cover got me through like all the like that time period No, nah, that was a ill show it was like thursday nights mm-hmm. uh what was it michael de lorenzo and malikiova mm-hmm. and uh patty arvinville quinn why do i remember these two Oh names?
1: wow uh, you yeah. he said her name and i remember her face she was the lieutenant the,
0: the captain the white lady yeah. yeah yeah um and then they had who was the puerto rican actress that um oh brought on later.
1: yeah it began yeah, with an yeah. s i think
0: yeah and then who was the dude that played uh the son who ended up on that show with damon waynes
1: oh junior uh, whatever his name g
0: was. g yeah junior um, my wife
1: and gets in um uh, michelle Michael.
0: Oh, yeah. Michelle. M- Michael Michelle. Michelle. Mar- yeah, something yeah. like that. Vanessa Williams, number two. That's what I called. <laughs> was about to say. <laughs> Vanessa, it's like, yo, <laughs> Vanessa Williams doing double time. First of all, there was <laughs> Vanessa Williams, the singer. Yeah. But then there was Vanessa Williams, the, the darker actress who was on like Melrose Place or something. Mm, I don't know who that is. Vanessa Williams. Yeah. Yeah, Google that. There was, there was Vanessa Williams, like Playboy, Miss America or that. Then there was Vanessa Williams, who was like the one black girl on Melrose Place. I was like- why does he got the same name? Mm. And then there was this one who looked exactly like the other Vanessa <laughs> Williams. So, like, yeah. um, yeah, but living, not living single, uh, New York on the cover. That was like one of the first shows where they, um, were written by Reggie Rock by the wood, who also wrote, Mash it um mm-hmm. i think like love and basketball son um but like at the end of the show it was just an excuse for them to like do music that was the best they would have like yeah. mary J. do a new song or whatever they would always go to that club or that bar mm-hmm. like after the long shift after you know they got the bad guy and for some reason the white lieutenant lady was there too like, i don't know, you know why she, they didn't you know she ain't going to a jazz club at <laughs> friday night what the hell i don't know why <laughs> they, they didn't keep I- that up she going to long island um <laughs> I think it got whacked, though, because like then like all the like original people leave, and then they had like
1: they brought in that white dude who had like a it was like a
0: like Irish Mike, cop some about some like Michael wanna wannabe.
1: Yeah, I was like, why would you bring on an Irish cop on this black cop show? Like, these are the guys I see outside. I don't, don't want to see him in my TV
0: at I know. in my house. You like you realize all the Harlem is gonna stop watching when it gets too real. <laughs> but yeah, it did way of, too they, real. It kind
1: got of petered out, but um, that was a good show. I would go back and I have gone back. I think in college I used to go back and watch them.
0: I remember the theme song used to be hype. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they have a little saxophone in
1: there or some shit. And a little breakdown, yeah. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, Good
0: times. Yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to remembering that black people are part of your viewing audience.
1: <laughs> and that's the thing. That's that's that was the craziest thing. So um they said that Live in Living Color basically saved that network um along with the Simpsons. But yep. when those shows took off, it was like a black network. They got their foot in the foot in the ground and then they forgot about black people until
0: um, Empire came out. With...
1: I don't know what that's foot saying. It's, it's late. <laughs> they got a foothold for their network. Like people would be like, Oh, Fox, that's a show where I mean that's the network where, you know, Living Color's on, Married with Children's on. But um then they forgot for like twenty years that black people existed and then they came out with Empire and it did great numbers and they were like, Oh yeah, black people
0: Like seeing black people on TV. Crazy concept. Those people. Do more of this. And wait, if it's just like a good show, more than just black people. Exactly.
1: Wow. And it's like, it's always, it always happens that way, the same way. Speaking
0: of random ass connections, because this is what we do. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what's his name? Rupert Murdoch owns Fox and like all the affiliated Mm -hmm. Fox networks. Mm -hmm. One of his sons was a co-owner of Raucous Records. I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't. So we could we could indirectly thank the Murdochs for people like Mos Def and uh, Company Flow. I guess Company Flow wasn't really mm-hmm. on it. But yeah, like that whole era of New York hip hop, partially financed by <laughs> Rupert Murdoch's money. That is interesting.
1: I have another point yeah. back. Um, there was some engineers for Ruckus Records when it was popping at the time. And they invited me and my friend to do... Um, background noise work (laughs) and we went to the studio
0: and they would show us pictures of by the way by the way this is like an after school special it's like when the stranger asks you to go to a dark studio to do background work don't go and we bring it back to r kelly um nah seriously but they brought us into the room (laughs) well done (laughs) well well done we should end the show right now
1: (laughs) so they brought us into the room (laughs)
0: <laughs> you, know, how, you know, underage, okay this is like i feel bad i feel like i have to call the cops on you for you right now go ahead
1: no it was funny because um they were like oh we'll give you some money we need you to make background i know everything sounds yeah. wrong Yeah. So they put on this video of these kids oh, playing yeah. in a uh... yeah.
0: okay okay all right i'm, so I'm, story gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna recap story <laughs> I'm just gonna, no no let's recap <laughs> the strange man who said he worked for a record label told me and my friends to come to this dark studio to make background noise. He put on a video and said he would give us money. Continue.
1: I'm going to save the rest for the documentary.
0: Let's 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 move on. <laughs> I could see they're going to like pixelate your face and like modulate your voice. So <laughs> I didn't know what we were doing. It was, uh, it was uh, I was a young... So what, what album are you on making background noise? I Honestly, I have no idea, but I know that
1: I was in the studio being dumb. So they showed us pictures of these kids running and playing and we had to do those voices. First of all, the kids were like four or five and we had to be like, 12 years old or something. So at the end, I'm getting bored because we have to do it for like an hour. And I'm just making like dumb observations on it. And I think they deleted the entire thing, but they paid us some money. So I've never heard my voice on anything Ruckus Records related, but I'm keeping my ear open. How much do
0: they pay you?
1: It was not a lot of money. Probably like $60, $70 under the table or something.
0: This feels like bad business practices, but Uh, Ruckus Records is probably why they don't exist anymore. I think I bought some An one sneakers with that money. Ah, oh, see you also had some poor fiscal decisions. <laughs> were those the Starberries?
1: They were the ones um they were the first slip-on and ones. They were silver. I wore them in I high think, school all the time. Yeah, I think like I, every yeah, I was, like, was using
0: <laughs> those all the time. Yeah. That was blood money. You bought those with blood money. <laughs> Possibly. Uh Possibly. I feel I feel bad now. I feel real bad for you.
1: Uh, oh speaking of um nothing related Spe- to this I don't, at know. All.
0: Where, I don't know where you're segueing from the child abuse
1: I was trying to yeah. bring it to a brighter place and talk about wasted money. Um did you hear we had the conversation about buying Ciroc and supporting black businesses. Um recently it came out that Puffy doesn't the culture. Own this company at all. For the
0: culture, company. I got lied to for the culture. Exactly. So you wasted me the first time. <laughs> I mean this is the thing, I don't even drink vodka bee. I just got this big ass bottle of Ciroc just up here.
1: I'll relieve you of that next time I'm in uh, a yeah. in the woods.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It, it, I feel like you know when you like first get your your, your spot, you're like, "Yeah, Yo, I'm an adult now. Mm-hmm. I need like a bar cart. I need like I need all my liquors and stuff." Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, "I don't drink at home by myself. Why do I have all this liquor here? Why do you have a bar cart yeah? You're you're one man.
1: You need a cart of alcohol
0: because it, it felt classy. It felt sophisticated. Okay." Fair enough. Oh no! Speaking
1: of Nazis, wow! (laughs) I got my next transition. (laughs) Did you hear about this movie um, about the girl, the biracial girl who falls in love with the Nazi soldier? uh, The Nazi? No. With the girl, um,
0: what's her name? No, my Netflix recommendations are very different than yours. This is
1: (laughs) not this is a legitimate movie in theaters that somebody thought was good enough to ask people to pay money for. Um, Do you remember the girl from? The Hunger Games, Uh, she was like the little kid. She was in the movie, and then they called her all these names because these young readers didn't imagine that they could possibly be a black character in The Hunger Games, and they saw this black girl on the screen and sent all this hate mail and everything. That was her claim to fame. Fast forward a couple
0: of years. Her claim to fame was people were being racist to her.
1: That's why people took notice of her. The part that she had in that movie was very minor, but the backlash she got from being in that movie – and being biracial um, made her sort of a household name. That's why when I tell people, oh, it's Rue. Do you remember Rue from Hunger Games? They're like, yeah, I know her. Anyway, oh. that was her foot in the game. And she came out with this. Again,
0: movie. you with the weird, what the hell
1: is the foot? I in know. Game? Why am I obsessed with feet? I'm looking at my foot right now. So maybe that's what it is.
0: <laughs> but also why your metaphor is analogies analogy so messed up.
1: <laughs> I don't know. A bird in the bush is worth nine and four.
0: Yeah, that was her hand in the door. Um,
1: <laughs> anyway, um, she is in this movie. It's called—I don't even know the name. Something dumb. When hands touch, that's what it is.
0: And I'm about to say, this is why we are never going to get sponsors. Why? Because it's like because we don't remember shit. Nah, Warner. Pe- it's like you remember you remember that like that vodka we was talking about the other day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hand in the what? What's it called? When hands touch. When hands touch. So it's... okay.
1: Somebody decided that it was a good idea to make a love story about a biracial German Mm. teenager Mm. who Mm -hmm. falls in love with a Nazi youth Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they find romance during World War II and
0: put it (laughs) out. Most romantic time ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. They put it out and they said, give us money. And I think it did horribly as it should. I think it got pretty bad reviews. And um, I, I just you didn't know get it.
0: I, I I feel I feel yes I feel bad for the person who wrote it I feel bad for all the people who greenlit that movie mm-hmm. I feel really confused by the person who's like what movies are out this weekend hmm, <laughs> an interracial love story in World War II with Nazis yeah who's watching <laughs> <Funny>. that movie <laughs> who wants to see that you know what I'm saying like I love the exit interviews out of that theater It's just a like yeah. Anyway, see those are the, those are the type of movies that need to be straight to Netflix because mm-hmm. you don't need like yeah you don't don't embarrass yourself going out to see that in the public.
1: Yeah, how could you? How could you walk out of that movie
0: and see somebody you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I always. Uh, no, I guess I didn't always think about this, but back when we were younger and like Times Square was like much seedier, mm-hmm. and like literally like on Times Square was like you know the like triple X theaters and stuff. Yep. It's like, how did you walk out of that back into daylight and just be like, do do do, go about my day? Just like, I don't know, man. What did I do? <laughs> Apparently, this might have something to do with your being paid for making sounds and uh, <laughs> and, uh yeah, Before we get before we get the show banned, before it even starts talking about this stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Shout out, we as we as we as we said in the preseason of. Of uh the former version of the show, mm. which we will not speak about. Uh we won't we, we won't kink shame anyone. Oh, we won't, definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah, you know. you like what you like. Um and as long as you have your safe word, it, it's all good. True. Very true. Yeah. That's what I hear.
1: <laughs> did you hear about
0: um I was about to say this is gonna be a tough one to segue from.
1: Oh no, I just move on. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's my thing. Um <laughs> We were talking about puffy, so I'm gonna connect it. Um, St. James Place in Brooklyn—they renamed. Um, it's either the Christopher Wallace or Biggie, Notorious B.I.G. Street or Way. Um, okay, we mean okay. That's pretty damn cool. They named oh, it street God. after Biggie. Oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no, yeah, it's cool. I That's thought cool. that
1: was impressive, but uh, I guess not.
0: No, as you said that though, as the other day with all this Ara R- Kelly stuff going, mm-hmm. I was thinking of like all the like songs that randomly you semi-memorized because like you heard it so much growing up yeah and the song that i realized disturbed me highly which was uh uh the one with biggie off the second album uh i'll give the clean version i'm loving you tonight oh yeah 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 and it's like that song is so messed up you must be used to me spending Mm -hmm. all that sweet whining and dining but i'm loving you tonight (laughs) it's just
1: like it's true
0: you must you must be thinking i'm a nice dude because i've been doing stuff but nah (laughs) i'm loving you tonight coitus will Um, happen yeah it's basically it's like i have put a down payment down and i'm just like that is that is a really messed up concept sung by the aura it's a different time no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's was like 20 years. Isn't
1: that always the explanation? Whenever you hear some crazy stuff that people used to do back in the day and people kind of like yeah. say, yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: That was the, that's the crazy thing. Whenever you see one of those old pictures of like a lynch mob. Mm-hmm. On a postcard like, at that. Yeah. And it and it's just like, <laughs> no, I don't know what gift shops you're going to.
1: Nah, they used to put them on postcards and they would give them to people like as gifts. That's a fact.
0: Wow. Yeah. America. But you see, like, this crowd of people, right? And this part of me is like, yo, I can't imagine that, like, everybody in that picture is like evil, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, they woke up that morning, had breakfast, you know, washed their face or whatever. And probably, like, oh, what's going on today? Let me go to the Town Square. Oh, they're, they're lynching a nigger. It's just like, and they just stopped and watched. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, that was, it was a different time. It's just what you did. They didn't have Netflix. <laughs> It's like it's like it's like it, that's just like weird, man. It's like, but I'm sure, like in like 20 years, someone be like, "Wow, they just like used said walk by homeless people dying on the street, and just like, yeah, hey, yeah, I guess we did. That was pretty fucked up of us." Yeah,
1: so. we're evolving yeah. into something. Um I don't know. I'm what devolving, it's be. dude.
0: Yeah, but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk to anybody. So that's actually one of the the crazy statistics that like. So kids these days are having less sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like teen pregnancies going down a lot over the past 20, 25 years. Okay. You know, remember back when we were kids, like <laughs> teen pregnancy was like the worst thing in the world is like, they, they need daycare in high schools and blah, mm-hmm. blah. And like mm-hmm. everybody's like having sex and like the kids are just having kids. Babies having babies. Yeah. Like that's not happening anymore. Um, STI rates are going down. Um Which is also crazy because when we were kids, it was like, if you look at someone, you'll get AIDS. It was like, they just like scared you into everything was giving you HIV and AIDS. Um, But uh, like kids don't talk anymore. Like they don't actually interact. So like, you know, when you're in high school or like middle school, you know, you're like sneaking off to like make out and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Kids don't do that anymore. Like, they literally don't interact. They just like text and Snapchat and whatever other stuff. So they don't know how to have human interactions so much later. Um, but then the downside of like not having like real interactions is like they don't learn how to like modulate. Mm-hmm. Like, so all this like cyberbullying and stuff, um, like, it's just like crazy because they don't know what's real and what's not because they're just always connected to like a bunch of opinions. And yeah, it's like at the end of the day, it's like, you know, what drives you as a human is like this like human connection, you know, be it like sexual, be it like relationships, be it like familial, yeah. and like people just want to like stay at screens. Like that was on some real old man shit right there. Not actually gonna admit true. that.
1: Um but like I was on yeah, man. the train yesterday and these high school kids came on, they were definitely a group. It was about eight or nine of them, it was in the morning, and they all got on the train and as soon as they got on the train, they all took out their cell phones. They were all pointed in different directions and they were a group, but they were all doing their own thing on their phones, not talking at all. And I was on the train with them for a good six or seven stops and they barely spoke to each other the whole time.
0: That's, that actually sounds beautiful to me because I hate when a group of kids get on get on the subway or the bus because they don't shut up. Oh, so now you sound like an old man. Oh man, it's lovely. <laughs> lovely. Speaking of to sound like an old man. So, uh, I bought tickets to Coachella this year. Uh, so my second time going to Coachella, right. um, and you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an old man and I also have a little bit of disposable income. So, you know, I bought the, I bought the nice tickets. so I could have the clean bathrooms. Mm. Um, but I was like looking at all the artists playing and I was just like the who knows the what, what <laughs> it, was like, it was like, I don't know half the artist. Um, but shout out to, uh, uh, shout out to uh, my doppelganger Idris Elba. He's uh, he's actually playing Coachella. Oh, DJ. Uh, he's he's DJing. Uh-huh. Uh, another thing he has in common with me. Uh-huh. Um, you know, he just tries too hard, though. He tries way <laughs> too hard. Um, but yeah, but like half these bands, yo, know, I don't even know. So I think like I think Cudi is playing. I'm like, I right, I know him. Mm. Um, Kanye was supposed to headline Coachella, but like they wouldn't build him like a custom dome, and. And they're like, yeah, you're good. He's like, no, your stage isn't big enough. Your stage just won't hold my show. And they were like, yo, it hold Beyonce's. Uh, I'm ready for this dude. Uh, I don't even know. I can't even talk about him. Just keep going. Keep talking. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Kanye was like this breath of fresh air. But you realize, like, the air was poisonous. <laughs> so, so it was like, damn, man. We was breathing in Kanye for a minute. And then... Just like, yo, is <laughs> someone fart in here? <laughs> Just like we breathing the shit in how long? That's a good one. I'm going to keep that. That's a good analogy. <laughs> Kanye is the fart in the room of bad hip hop. He was the breath of Fresh Air. I'm
1: going to say Kanye is a fart. He's a, he's like <laughs> <laughs> Kanye stinks.
0: Yeah. How do you think his kids are going to turn out, man?
1: Um, they're rich, so they're going to be
0: good. I don't want to wish any bad on any children at all, but like, how can they grow up normal?
1: well i mean they're already in the machine that is the kardashian family so they're probably like grooming them for you know next generation kardashians already mm-hmm. um i mean you
0: think they'd be better or worse than like jaden smith
1: jaden smith
0: oh that kid
1: oh that kid <laughs> um i really do he know.
0: grew up he grew up like two famous parents his dad is like Shout out to Will Smith, but ego, ego, ego
1: Yeah, um, definitely. I think um he's in a weird place because there's another thing that happens when you get rich is that you can just spout like crazy bullshit, and people will tolerate it. Yeah. Do you remember when I think it was was it Jim Carrey? Somebody came and they were interviewing him, and he was like, "The consciousness of the world is really inside your mind, but." It's also. Oh, is that when he that. was like
0: on, on a red carpet and he was Yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: And people I, I remember reading comments to that YouTube video and they were like, Damn, Jim Carrey gets it. He he understands. And I'm like, if this were a dude on the street corner <laughs> with no. Oh, yeah, I,
0: I just heard a dude on Market Street I in San Francisco saying the same <laughs> thing.
1: And you walk right past him. That's what I'm saying. Money gets you everything. Money and prestige. Uh,
0: so maybe this show should just be us like plotting like a bank robbery or something. Maybe. Like that was a joke Oh, on the record, oh. on the record. A, joke. a joke. I'm winking joke. over the uh, over the phone. I'm not winking. <laughs> I'm not winking at all. We
1: need a good team, No, I have,
0: huh? a, I have a very common name, and there's a lot of black people with my name, so mm-hmm. it might take them a little bit longer to find me.
1: You know what I found out? Um, You know that Skinny Me tea that they're always selling online? No. Okay, so there's the Skinny Me tea that all these-
0: our, our Amazon recommendations are also <laughs> very different. <laughs>
1: so- First of all, I don't have social media accounts. Let me get that out there first off. But you always hear about these um, Instagram models selling this skinny meat tea. And I found out that the skinny meat tea is just um, senile. Like a
0: laxative? Yeah. 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 is the laxatives. same
1: thing This in the the doctor's office. The same thing's in your CVS right now. But people are paying this crazy money for these these things, and I just don't get it. I don't get
0: people. That's the one thing I remember growing up, and you know I'm not gonna make it racial, but mm. I think there's a racial element to this. What's that? When like, like it'd be like brand new, such and such a thing, and it's like it's only brand new because white people figured it out. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like garlic is great for your health. I'm like my mom has been stinking up my house with garlic my entire life. <laughs> It's like, it's like we been knew this was healthy mm. um but it's like yeah like i remember mom trying to like make me drink santa tea when i was a kid i'm like nah, i'm not trying to yeah i'm not trying to crap my pants going, i'm not <laughs> trying to go on some cleanse <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so so how can we make money off of this trend what can we repackage from our culture to the lesser known masses i'm thinking about like Hip hop is already taken, unfortunately. No, I'm trying
1: to keep it simple, like uh, mashing up some aspirin in a baggie and you rubbing on your gums, and it cures headaches or something. Just repackaging the mm, same, way mm-hmm, did, you
0: know. Mm-hmm.
1: I could be like the dude in San Francisco with the uh, the raw water that they were doing. Mm. I got water in my toilet right now, so you know.
0: Mm, mm. Yeah, it has uh, that special New York flavor. I don't know uh there's gotta be something that they haven't picked up on yet
1: we'll work on it
0: yeah i feel like we're i feel like we're an idea away from from a ponzi scheme
1: <laughs> oh my fruit salad did i tell you about the fruit salad bar <sighs> now this is a good idea people buy <laughs> salads i have never walked into a store and bought a salad like that for lunch you know i, during I break time. i have
0: so I here's have, the thing.
1: Let's just steal that idea and make it fruit. Okay. You it's a fruit salad restaurant. You go in there and you buy your lunch a big ass bowl of fruit. Okay. And we charge you triple the amount of money like they do for the salads. And then you leave and and I'm rich. I feel like they have that, but they just call it juice bars. No, see that's different because they make it a juice. I'm just chopping <laughs> I'm just chopping the fruit up and putting it in a bowl.
0: Dude, that's mad labor. It's so much easier to just put the fruit in a blender. But
1: that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's see, that's cutting why, a fruit. That's why you pay the premium because now it's handcrafted. No. You see,
0: dude, you pick the hardest thing. Salad, you don't have to cut that much shit up. You just got to <laughs> throw it in a fucking box. Uh. Juice, you got to throw it in a blender. Yeah, I'm gonna freaking peel an orange and cut that shit. All right, so
1: here's this. Um, what about a yo, f-
0: also, slice? Also, you ever you ever took a like? Yo, you hurt yourself core an apple or avocado? <laughs> what? The work is comp. The work is comp on this. Is gonna be heavy.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: <laughs> go back to drawing board. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll work on it. I'll work on it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it don't yo? You live in New York, V. There's mad dudes just selling fruit on the corner. Don't they sell fruit salad?
1: Ah, uh, probably. <laughs> But I mean, it's, it's people selling salads at supermarkets. And all of a sudden, that's like a big, huge business where I see people coming back from to my job and they're buying like $15 salads. And they're like, oh, this is so delicious. And it's the size of a, a cereal bowl. You're paying $15 for that. Like, I need some of that money. So instead of instead of chopping the fruit, we just slice it. Apples, we just slice them. Um, bananas, we slice them. We leave that little skin around the edge and make them work for it.
0: All right. All right. Um Okay, I see your vision. I am I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get on board. I want to
1: take that venture to uh some capitalists in your neck of the woods and um gonna make it happen. You remember that Juicero? The Juicero um
0: machine. Yeah, it was a, so it was it was <laughs> a juice. <laughs> yeah, it was a scam.
1: Yeah. And that's the same guy I think that did uh Raw Water. I think it's the same dude. What? So he's over there doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I want some of that action too
0: so you're gonna be a fraudster that's that's good entrepreneur we
1: we call them entrepreneurs now
0: yeah i guess i guess if what it's like the greater fool theory there's always somebody out there like a fool's born every second Definitely. or whatever yeah yeah how's your how's your one stock doing um i'm have multiple stocks now
1: uh that one's doing okay. poorly Thank you for asking. Oh. <laughs> it actually lost like seventy five percent of the value.
0: But I also got into yeah. um some. So a little bit, a little bit of context. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, you got you got into the investing game by buying one stock. No, no, no. At a time, I didn't buy the stock.
1: I signed up for the account <laughs> and I got free stock. So I was the oil tycoon for a while, and then I lost half of my assets in that um, that venture. But then I got into um, marijuana stocks.
0: Ah, uh, uh, and that's
1: taking off right now. Um, I'm not gonna say the company, that, but it's making a lot. It hasn't running.
0: gone up in smoke. Ah, ah, uh, ah.
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's doing it's doing well. Um, yeah, we'll see.
0: So when when you when you stock mm-hmm. uh, <coughs> singular hits, that could be the seed. That could be the seed money. Get it, mm-hmm, get it mm-hmm, for the fruit. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm on fire tonight, yo. I'm on fire, yo. It's, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you. It's something wrong with you. That's what that is. Yeah. I'm going to send you some Q tips in the mail. Clean out your ears. Uh, uh. <laughs> that feels like that was like, that would be like some like Ray line from Wu Tang. <laughs> I sent my man some Q tips to clean out his ears, son. It's like, yeah, yeah. Back when I was 15, I'd be like, yeah, yo. <laughs> Ray go hard. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Wu-Tang <laughs> Shout out to Wu-Tang I feel like that's another Recurrent theme um, Between Bad people And things people have done wrong Mixed with Hating on Kanye Mixed with hating Something about Hicks. Wu-Tang And Wu-Tang mm-hmm. And Wu-Tang We would we have enough content For many, many shows to come Definitely Yeah Alright, so what have uh, What have we learned tonight?
1: We've learned that Skinny Meaty is Senna We've learned that I might still listen to an R. Kelly song if it comes on the radio. I can't not dance to Step in the Name of Love. I don't think my grandmother can not dance to Step in the Name of the Love. And I want to dance with my grandmother no matter what America says.
0: Okay. Uh I think I've also learned that uh there's a lot of good female rappers out there that we forgot oh, definitely. about. Definitely. Um and we should that should be the accompanying playlist to this episode. Uh female no no R. Kelly. Uh, but, uh okay. You know, no, 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 R. Kelly, <laughs> uh, but the female rappers uh, who, uh, that that will be our accompanying playlist to to tonight's episode.
1: And let's let's make a separate little specific shout out to um not not uh, to Queen Latifah, not just an artist, oh, like okay. actress. Uh, yeah, you know, artist. She's she's always
0: she's been doing it consistently she since owned. the nineties. So. Yeah. She had she had the talk show. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She literally did everything. Like first, she did. Um, she did yeah set it off you know mm-hmm. yeah and everyone's up in her business trying to understand her personal life it don't matter don't matter yeah it doesn't she's good people dana owens dana owens good people um, we like um puffy does not own surat so yeah brand- i bought that vodka for the culture yep yeah.
1: yeah. what else did we learned well, one more thing oh don't watch that movie that was the biggest thing when hands yeah. touch and
0: uh throw that in the trash yeah yeah, and shout-out to uh, <laughs> Idris Elba, the prequel, Malik Yoba. <laughs> and shout-out to Idris Elba, the second coming of me, who will be playing at Coachella this year. You're uh,
1: trying to make that stick. I don't know if it's going to happen. It's
0: going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just you just put two pictures next to each other, and it's like uncanny. It's <laughs> uncanny. No, I was uh, – yeah, it's this, this a weird story. I'm not going to tell that story. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah yeah shout out to uh shout out to new york undercover and fox back when they cared about black people and then forgot and then cared about black people again it's funny though i've never watched empire i really have no desire to watch i did see the first
1: couple of episodes it wasn't bad then it went stupid but um it's good to see black people on tv so
0: yeah see black people on tv not in uh negative situations
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, we 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 can do we can do good things sometimes 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 and then and then you got the r kelly <laughs> and with that i think we've connected it to the beginning i'm very proud of that very good yeah very good uh, okay we'll do this again uh do this again pretty soon uh, i'll hit you up later one all right one